So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. So other brokers ask me all the time, you know, how can you run your business and work so few hours? And there's there's a, a big part of that is knowing who your avatar client is and knowing what to do, recognizing that and knowing what to do with the people who aren't. Um, so the ones that are, we build a fence around them. You're going to hear me say that a lot. Um, the ones that are not, so I'll just, you know, our, Hey, your business might not be wired this way. You might not be wired this way. This is how we operate. We are, our avatar client is an A client. Obviously, Hey, if you're buying a first time, first time home buyer, sure. If you're looking to move up the property ladder, sure. Um, but our like niche within a niche client is an A client uh, has a home they already own three four hundred thousand dollars worth of equity and we're going to show them how to uh, buy their first investment property and how that's going to impact their lives um, so that's our avatar client now obviously we get introduced to a lot of people and from our referral partners and past clients and some of them don't fit the mold of an a client and they start trending into the b world and so for us i don't have i didn't want i've spent time in the b world I personally do not like it. Okay, it's less predictable. Um, I'm working with different types of people. I don't know how to say that politically correct, but um, there are behaviors that certain B people have that I don't necessarily want to deal with. Okay, there's a lot of inconsistencies. Their communication are usually. I know I'm using a uh, a broad stroke here and covering a lot of people, but. Uh, that's my experiences. So I got out of it only do a clients. So if someone's a B client, like I don't know where to place the deal. I have a suspicion. I have where to place it. I can make some phone calls. I don't have relationships set up with B lenders, with the underwriters. Um, I don't know the process exactly. I have like, I've done a, a, a bunch of deals there, but you know, the pricing sent in the documents always change is less predictable. It puts a lot of uh, stress on the infrastructure of, of us and our team. Uh, if it's always there's always moving parts and whatnot, where the A is a lot more predictable, we can spend less time in files, uh, more time with the clients. So the B stuff, we will either source out to someone we know, take a referral, source out to someone within the brokerage as an extension of the team, or source out to the funding department, which is out west. Um, we'll take a 25 to 50% cut on the deal. Uh, if it's private, same thing. We will. I'll make a couple calls in my, you know, my huge Rolodex of private lenders. I got a couple, but nothing crazy. If they don't like the deal, then I'm not spending any more time on it. I'm out. We will outsource that and just take the 25 to 50 points and carry on with our day. And so, there's a flip side to this too. I'm not just doing this for us, because a big part of it is. But also, like, I remember I did a B deal. And I found a solution in the B world. And I was like, great, I found a solution. And put in the client was like, this is amazing. Thank you so much, Ryan. 
And then I ran that deal after it closed by a couple other B guys I know. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. You could have done it. was still in the B world. But you could have did this over here and saved um, 50 basis points on the rate. That was a slam dunk with that lender. And I was like, wow, okay. So I felt bad. I felt horrible. I just cost them probably seven, eight thousand dollars It was a large mortgage in interest over the two years. Like it was a large mortgage. And I'm like, wow, that's and fees were there. I'm like, man, that I dropped the ball on that. Even though everyone thought I, I didn't, now I understand I did because I didn't know what I didn't know. In the A world, that's not gonna happen. So in the B world, you have to, in my opinion, be an expert in the B world. So if I'm just that guy that's like, I do everything. Well, I do everything, but I don't do it well. Sure, you'll you'll still run into business there. But I don't want to spend my, this is me, I don't want to spend my time understanding guidelines of B lenders that I might not use again for a while. And their guidelines are going to change again. And I'm going to be behind the scenes. So then just the hours spent researching all that to find a deal. And then while you're doing that, that B client could be out somewhere else looking for deals, depending on how tight of a connection you have with them and where they came from. And then maybe someone pulls something up, rabbit out of a hat on the A side behind the, the scenes at a branch level. So that's why I don't play in the B world. So for us, A lenders, A clients, um, build out a rental portfolio, start with one, get them up to two or three. That's our sweet spot. We get a couple deals. Uh, out of the, we get a lot of two-for-one deals in that. Um, and I'll tell you this. The clients do not... They, some of them question, but they do not grind us on interest rates. In those scenarios, especially the ones where we're showing them how to build out their first investment property, we treat them well, but we do not buy down the rates. We buy down rates less than 5% of our files every year. Okay, And so there's a big difference if you are a client coming to us and you're saying, hey, I heard through the grapevine that you can help, you help my friends buy their first investment property. Like, Is that something we can do? And we show you, you know what, like, why do you want to buy your first investment property? Is it like, do you want to send your kids to college and have them come out debt free? Any school? Do you want to retire five years early? Do you want to pay off your current mortgage in 10, 15 years? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, we want to, we want to um, send our kids to any college, come out debt free and potentially even have some left over. Great. Okay. So that's where the conversation goes. I'm going to help send your kids to college, come out debt free. They will come out, go to any school you want, not owe anybody money. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to buy one property. We're going to refinance here. We're going to pull the funds over. These are the moving parts. Lay it out in a proposal. You know, this is what I would do if I was in your shoes. Now, they're not like, well, what about this interest rate? What about this? It's like, well, those are the rates. Those are the market rates with our A lender who we do a lot of volume with. Are there lower interest rates on the market? And some of them will come back like I've seen. Yeah, but I'm not involved. I'm not involved in that. So this expertise, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, Ryan, no, no, no. Please just carry on. Do what you do. We love what you're doing. Carry on. So if I'm showing them how to send their kids to college, any college, two of them come out debt-free, three of them come out debt-free in 15 years by buying that one property, do you think they care about saving $27 a month over a five-year term on their interest rate because they could go somewhere else and they have to handle it all? Or they could just come to me and do that. So that's... Those are the conversations that we're having with our clients and they do not challenge the interest rates. Okay. So that's another big part about us being in that niche within a niche that we love and have been doing for probably five years now. Um, 
is the rate part. Okay, so we pull aspects of that over in dealing with a standard A client who's not looking to do that. Um, and there's different conversations we have. And I'll go over that in another podcast. I'll share how we handle rate objections because everybody gets them almost on every file probably. Um, so I'll walk through what we do and use that how you would. Um, but the whole point of this episode was like we stay in our lane. I'm not telling you to stay in your lane. You do what you do. But for us, we can move and shake quicker. We look at it. We analyze the deal very quickly. Phone call up front. We know if that's a B-Klein or not. We see their level of commitment. And then we go, okay, we're going to handle this with you. And sometimes we outsource it. We're still the the front man. But we have someone running it behind the scenes at at half the commission. Okay, so we're not in there. Um, They still think it's us. But we're not spending one second of time behind the scene because um, we just we're not set up for that and I don't I don't want to do that that's not my world okay so I, I encourage you to look at what you're doing are you sort of like I know there's people out there you spend before you know it it's 45 minutes it's an hour and a half you're you're looking up the internet of your brokerage to see if they've got the B lender for that lender and then you're like calling B people who you talk to like twice a year hey Joe I know you're in the B world. Can you? And he's like, ah, like, yeah, maybe this, maybe that. And you're still, you never feel hundred percent confident. You go back to the client, you give them like a range of rates. Cause you kind of don't know. And you go, yeah, it could be like 4.25 to 5% with the fee. And you're not instilling confidence in them. That's a huge range. They don't know. You've just spent two hours of your day trying to source out this stuff. It's like, man, what if you could seriously outsource that to an expert and take 25 or 50 points, it's in the client's best interest. At the end of the day, it's in your best interest from an hourly rate, I assure you, if you're spending that time you know, doing BD other places. Um, so there you go. So that's my two cents on that. We are not wavering on that. We never will. Um, we're going to stay in our lane. Okay? So I hope that helps. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Peace out.